Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In a kind of plot twist, not only are we recording an episode in a pandemic and also in level four lockdown, but we've actually fully got the gear now. We Tim kitted Tim, our producer Tim kitted us out. He ordered a bunch of stuff. We didn't know how to do it, and we just did a little twenty-minute workshop. And here we are. We've and that, that sounded we've got like a soundboard. A, that, sa- that sounded like a car crash. <laughs> it was a standing ovation. The fans are thrilled. <laughs> it's just kind of amazing that. Yeah, now I, I feel like we're literally only recording this podcast in order to test out the technology. It's so much fun. I can't believe it's just been sitting there because I've had it for a couple of days and I can't believe I've had all this new stuff and I haven't done anything with it. It is very fun. It's fun, it's fun to play with like toys, isn't it? It kind of feels like Christmas and we've got, I've got this new thing to play with. I used to have a little um, one of those tape recorders with a microphone attached to it by a cord when I was a tiny boy. And um, I used so to call what, it... 19 years old? Kidding. I'm Good. still tiny. But <laughs> this was when I was like three, four, and I used to call it maggot. No one knows why I called it maggot. But then it was called maggot for the rest of the time that we possessed it. And we did like... And I kept using it until I was like 12. Me and my sister would make little radio shows. You and maggot. Me and my maggot. Your sister, your maggot, and her faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Cue theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the day okay. They're both male and they're both gay. The male This. Oh, welcome to the mail, guys. Welcome. <laughs> the soundboard has a generic, <laughs> generic theme song in it because we haven't preloaded our own stuff. So I was very tempted to play the one that's in there. We'll, we'll play it. This is the generic theme song that comes on <laughs> with the new technology. It's the mail gaze. The mail gaze. The mail gaze. It's the mail gaze. It's very short. It's um, about Paul Schaefer, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Did you know Paul Schaefer? I just found this out today because is this the there is of the guy. Yeah, I guess I'm maybe Queen of the Week. Um, although I can't remember this performer's name, but a trans performer has done a new version of It's Raining Men called It's Raining Them, like a more inclusive, all-queer one. I and, love that. And so Jerry Halliwell did a little story in support of this new version, and then it said, and it has support from the track's initial, original writer, Paul Schaefer. That could be the fact of the gay. I've got another one as well, because I oh, just Googled wow. something. Like, literally in the seconds before this, I was like, fact, we need a fact. And that's and we'd like you to know how much research we do in the fact of the gay, and that is the bare minimum. Bare minimum. Also, the Queen of the Week is someone I do not know the name of. 
I'm gonna um, see if I can find it because that's embarrassing. Um, I I love. Oh, I can't believe Paul Schaefer was involved in that, but I also can believe that Jerry Halliwell posting about about her support about this new version of the song would have been weird, just because of her kind of vibe on RuPaul's when she was on that show. It oh, was, I forgot. Remember how like weirdly off the hook she was? Like she was so strange. Her energy was cooked. It's up Me- there with um, Rita Owen, Owen on um, on Drag Race Down Under. She also had a no. Oh yeah, Rita Owen. Yeah. That was I almost said Rita Aura. <laughs> That's okay. who I thought you were going to say. Taika Waititi's um, <laughs> alleged girlfriend. God. Oh my god. Okay, the you... artist is called Mila Jam. It's raining them. Is available on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your music. Huge to mark like. World Pride. It's World Pride this month. <laughs> How? <laughs> which which point in the world is it Pride? Is it not Pride? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh, I can see my neighbor. They're standing on their deck. Oh, they're walking around and they're going back inside. And I'm going to tell you, from the way they minced in and out, I reckon they're gay. Wow. <laughs> they were wearing a buttoned down shirt, short sleeves. Uh-huh. It was pink. Not that bad, you know. Straight men can wear pink shirts. I would say straight men wear pink shirts a lot, actually. And it was like, it was buttoned down like short sleeve shirt. I feel like that's quite odd to wear on like a Sunday. But they also... <laughs> Have painted their entire house pink. <laughs> I think they could. I think you you could be right. But they but the way they kind of minced, they minced out. You could turn their arms sort of swayed by their sides. Quite how old is this person? Oh, I'm too far away to say. But I'm by the look of them, like from where I am, and I don't have my glasses on. I'm going to say they were in their mid thirties. How long have you lived in this house though? That you've not deduced this information at a pri- prior to. I'm going to say. On the whole, my street is very private. Really? I've lived in this house for five years and do not know my neighbours. You know, we became friends with our neighbours here. Oh. I mean, and then live- Briar and Oscar, shout out. And then, then they got kicked out so that the landlord could move uh, her daughter in. Classic scenario. Classic scenario. And her daughter's barely been there. Like, barely been there. So we've been able to use their bins all the time. Um, but weirdly now... <laughs> Two people are locking down in it, even though there's been no one there the whole time. Anyway. Knowing your neighbours is the most adult thing you can do in your life. Like yeah, it's if nice, you have it? A, if you have a relationship with your neighbours, you're ready for kids. And that's, wow. the, and that's the bottom line for me. So you think because we play board games with Briar and Oscar. You're ready for kids. Yeah, me, Joey, and Laura, my flatmates, are ready for kids between the three of us. <laughs> a collective group, you can have a kid together. I just yeah. think it doesn't get more responsible than being like, G'day, Maggie, you know, from next door. Um, but, I mean, in a lockdown, keep your distance. Don't don't talk to Maggie. Don't talk to your neighbours. Unless um, it's through signs in the window. And then only to propose. <laughs> I Okay, here's a weird thing, because I have seen my neighbour, like, because I've got, well, I've got a few, because where we're positioned, we've got what, a back door neighbor. Mm. We've got someone on our side, but our property yeah. is quite long that we also have someone on our, on the side as well. So we've got two kind of neighbors there. And then we've got a neighbor on that side, on the other side as well. So we've got like four, there's a lot of relationships to kind of build. And, um, but the one neighbor who lives the furthest away from us, but kind of on the corner, he's like a kind of wacky plant guy and he's got all these amazing tropical plants like growing up his garden 
but it used to be so covered in weeds, but he's recently like got rid of them and I don't know when. I know, but now I can see right through his beautiful garden <gasps> and he was moving a ginormous cactus that was the size of him today and I sort of said hello from my door. I reckon we were like eight to ten metres away from each other before you dobbed me in. Um, <laughs> I, I have Chris Hipkins on the phone. No, no not Chris Hipkins. Because he was so... spreading his legs today <laughs> to his neighbour. It's so weird seeing Chris Hipkins in a T-shirt. I saw him in like a COVID T-shirt the other day and it looks like when you see a teacher out of like, you know, in the weekend. Yeah. Like if I it's saw just, a picture It's of like Ash- when you see someone in a suit that shouldn't be in a suit. Yes. It's like seeing Dr. Ashley Bloomfield at the beach, I think would freak me out yeah there's people that i've seen like at the gym and i've only ever seen them in their gym clothes and then you see them like in their full work outfit i think there's a german word for that there has to be there has to be there has to be is there a german word for when you see someone who's at the gym or only at the gym yeah on a friday night outside outside that like a shirt I've got to say, I feel like my style of outfits, it's quite like, it all blends into like what I would wear to the gym to work to perform in a show. It, it all kind of collides. This is a pretty full-on question. Do you reckon you're the most famous person at your gym? No. I go to Les Mills, Auckland City. Right. We got We got um, Colin Mathura, Jeffrey. He's got a lifetime membership. We got Ben Mitchell from Shortland Street. He's there all the time. Wow, we got we got. I've seen Dan Carter there before. I think I may have told you the story of like they just won the He's World at, Cup. What gym isn't he? Twenty fifteen, and people kept coming up and being like, "Congrats, man! Really good work out there." He's at so many gyms because I feel like I see him at Ludus as well. Well, I feel like if you're a sports star or if you're an actor, because for instance, Brian Jordan Alvarez, who was here shooting a film, just had a Les Mills membership for like the whole time he was there. So I feel like if you're famous enough, you just get hooked up with whatever gym you want. Amazing. I reckon the hardest gym to be the most famous at would be Ludus. Like, there's just mm. so many celebrities at that gym. Followed by, like, an F45 somewhere. I would say I'm up there with being one of the more famous people at my gym. That's legendary. That's picked, legendary. Because I picked a community gym. But Hemi, who does one Māori word, I think it's, like, one Māori word a day, or, like, one of those Instagrams. Mm-hmm. He goes to that gym, and everyone's always like, "Hey to him," you know. So, yeah. Like, so he's he's hot on my heels, and also Brinley right. Stent is at my gym as well. So another celeb, she's also another hot. celeb. <laughs> yeah, collectively, you know, we're probably the most famous people at our gym. That's sick. It does matter, you know. Maybe I should change to a Jets just for that reason. I think you. I think you could do with that clout. I think you could do with that clout. So that everyone goes, "Oh yeah, Eli Matheson goes to my gym." Well, I remember. When I used to live on Dryden Street in Grey Lynn and my flatmates went to that, um, the Jets gym that's by Animates. <laughs> you know what I'm talking? Richmond Road, <laughs> Jets gym. Anyway. I don't know then, where Jets, I wouldn't know where a Jets gym is. Like, in my like Jets, Jets are invisible gyms. Well, this one is like right off the street. It's like round past Richmond Road Cafe. You, it, it does feel secret. And <laughs> what I'm getting to here is, guess who went there? Mike McRoberts. Wow. Yeah, and this was kind of pre pre everyone frothing over him. My flatmates really had the hots for him, I feel like. This was in two thousand and thirteen, before before the whole nation saw him with his wetsuit half zipped off. It's funny, right? Because you go into So you're a child. I think, yes, I remember. 
And then you're a teenager. Yes. And then you kind of hit your 20s. And then I uh-huh. think you're in your prime. Like late 20s. And then, oh, but maybe 30s, you're kind of in your prime. Like I sort of feel in my prime now. But then I feel like I'm ready to slip off out of my prime. And then you kind of bubble away until you get to like 50s. And then you can enter, if you're lucky, like silver fox territory and get back in your prime. Like what do you that. mean by in your prime? Does it mean the hottest? Is this, is <laughs> this all to do with looks? Fuckable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely yeah. just like you know, pure sex, sexual attraction. Mm. When do you and, think that was for you? Um, or when do you think it will be? I think I'm in my prime. I'm the most fuckable I've ever been. <laughs> Legend. Chris has been standing up and he's wearing tiny spandex shorts. And it's, this, the, the sexual energy before this podcast was insane. I would say it was Although more. I wouldn't say it was a sexual display. I would say it was more no, just like, I would put it out like Similar to getting like an old person out of a bed. Like instead of seeing <laughs> their body that way. I'm in like... This bright orange. Bright orange. Like, I think, what is the label? Huge, huge plug, considering yeah, suck. Uh, how late this was to get to me. Hara, the label, H-A-R-A. Nice. And it's all, like, bamboo stuff. And um, they wear, like, they make, like, underwear and bras and stuff. And um, Is it a New Zealand company? No, I think it's Australian. But I bought it for Celebrity Treasure Island and because it's orange. And mm. I wanted, uh, like, you know active wear that was orange and then it took literally like four months to get back to me and then <laughs> <laughs> and they had messaged me on instagram prior to that being like what would you like to do like sponsored content for us and i didn't reach back because i was like i'm over it and then i was like but i will buy some actually because i think it looks kind of cool so then i bought it and then it was so late to get to me and then i came back from Sydney treasure island and like another month passed and then it arrived so now i'm kind of getting into it now but it's a good like day suit and it's my favorite thing to sleep in wow cuz are you a pajama boy no no i really am i do have pajama pants and i wear them i reckon 11 nights across the whole year just never <laughs> it's never warm enough yeah i don't the thing i don't like about pajamas is when they ride up Mm. You know, and then you're like, I'm covered in like scrunched up clothes and I don't like that. And so what I like about these when I sleep in these is like, these are basically bike shorts. Then, you know, you just, you feel like you can just, it's not, it's not scrunching up around your armpits or anything. It's perfect. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Um, So what is your fact of the gay, Eli? Oh, first of all, how's your lockdown treating you? It's, it's fine. I don't feel like it's properly hit me that this is happening yet. You know what? There's a couple of people with like different frames of minds, it feels like. And one mm. is like the kind of wishful thinker, it feels like, who's that person that's just like, oh, we'll be out in a week. Like, this is a short one. And then that's there's like those like kind of dry, sobering realists who are like, we're here for months. When I was first, because Sam is meant to fly up this Friday. To, right. He was coming up to see my show, Valkyrie City, now postponed. New dates coming out some at some stay point. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to their socials. Um, but when it first happened, I did. I was hopeful. I was like, oh, maybe it'll be all sorted in a week and he'll still be able to fly back. And I would say that that hope and dream has evaporated very quickly. <laughs> Fuck, that's but hard. I would say my reaction to the news was kind of, 
because we heard a little bit early because my it was it was one of those situations where like my boss at work her sister is something you know like some loose connection so she told us probably about 20 minutes before i got the rnz notification on my phone wow and you didn't <laughs> think to message us or anything you guess morally you have an obligation to keep that news to yourself, working in the news. In the news. Albeit the comedy news. Yeah, but we're <laughs> so close to the real news. We didn't it's, used to be. We used to be floors away. It's shocking how close the comedy news is to the real news. It's all one thing, really, now. <laughs> like, when I hear people like who work in the comedy news, and by the comedy news I mean any like comedy show that has news in it, <laughs> I'm always shocked when they're, like, hot on the press. Like, in yeah. my mind, like, you should find out last. <laughs> really? But after, after the gin well, pub? We should, we should find out with everyone else. But the news... Yeah. I guess the news has to break the news. How long does the news have the news for before it becomes news? I mean, that's really... I would say, like, particularly when I was working at Simon Sharp and there was some COVID scares during that time. And that's not, 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 that's not, not the news or the comedy news, but that's the fun news. That's the fun news, yeah, yeah. That's its yeah. own. That's its whole own other genre. Um, I would say it didn't really feel like anyone on the news floor was like particularly ahead of the press releases right. or the, the stand ups. Nah, 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 nah. So this that, was more this time. Like I think my boss was ahead of the people on the news floor, and then also that day. I felt optimistic because the news floor was like pretty calm about it, and we stayed and worked until the end of the day as well. It was buzzy, man. It's crazy. It's so crazy. But I just think, like, I don't know. I'm like, we have to have multiple days of zero cases, surely. I know. Like, anyway, it's not, this is not why anyone has chosen to listen to this podcast. <laughs> You're listening to this podcast because you've had enough and you need to listen to something else. And I get that. <laughs> so so let's, let's change the subject. And, and quick, smart. All right. Back to the guy. Uh, it's a little bit related, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Everything is a little bit related. All right. You no, but it's positive. It's positive. Um, and I just saw someone tweet about this, and then I just was like, oh, maybe they, I don't, maybe they made that up. But okay, apparently, one study in the US showed that uh, 92% of LGBTI plus people had taken up the opportunity to get the vaccine. Yeah, I saw this fact. It's I such a good fact, fact, isn't it? Oh, it's fab. And then the person's tweet was like, oh, it's almost as if we've been through a a pandemic (laughs) that was largely ignored by much of society before. Um, Yeah, it's it's amazing as well because, I I mean, of course, but like, I guess we're the ones sharing the infographics. We're the ones who are like leading the conversation online. Like it's always it's always the way, you know. And mm, we are leading the conversation on COVID. <laughs> no, but we like share a lot of that stuff first. It feels like, you know, yeah. or like someone will like some queer person somewhere will make a cute infographic. That's like, wear your mask. And then like, we'll share it all around. <laughs> Do you know any anti-vaxxers? Nah, nah. There is one person who I am dying to get into their Facebook like page, but unfortunately she, um, either unfriended me or maybe we were never friends but she was like third year at drama school when I was first year and Laura was kind of reading her statuses out to me the other day and oh. I was like oh she's doing more not not so much herself saying it but a lot of sharing of sharing. videos a yep. lot of sharing of videos being like interesting have a little listen to this counter to what you may have been absorbing yeah I there's this one guy that I went to high school with 
who I don't know why I'm friends with, and he's sharing like it's he, you know it's lots of like wake up sheeple stuff, you know a lot of that kind of stuff now, and I'm like, wow, when did this happen? But I'm. And I'm slowly being convinced. No, I, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> and it is interesting stuff. And, and, and Jason is a communist. And <laughs> and turn and turn Ardern. Um, someone brought up Turn Ardern the other day and I was like, God, that was a funny period of time. <laughs> when so everyone was funny. aggressively entering Whitcalls and flipping her book around at Christmas mark. time. It's like the ultimate act of rebellion. <laughs> um, it still has, you know, the back cover is still nice. <laughs> still got a lot of helpful information on it. If they were really smart, they would have put her face on the back cover as well and be like, fucking turn me now, bitch. Like, yeah. good, good luck. Yeah. Um, um, okay, something. What, uh, so, okay, what have something you ordered online since lockdown started? Literally nothing. Um, but I did go to the supermarket and I spent like over $400 on a week's worth of groceries. Wow. And I just was... pumped up my HelloFresh. I just added a couple of extra meals. Nice. And so I'm like, food, food, food. Yeah. I wish I was a HelloFresh kid um, at the moment. And I feel like this is like, I'm like, surely they could spawn, like they could give me a free kit and I'll make a video or whatever. It would be so handy. But yeah, um, I can we... give you a free box. if you, As a HelloFresh customer, I can give you a voucher <laughs> for a free box. Okay, hold on. We've got to stop. This sounds like a paid ad. HelloFresh <laughs> is trash. Uh, there's so much plastic it feels like. And <laughs> I just wanted to say something mean about them. Um, no, but Kai I... Box is really good apparently, but I haven't tried it yet, but I am planning on changing at some point. The So... I went to the supermarket, spent so much money, but it was like, we didn't do a crazy shop. We just did like mm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a week. And we didn't stock up on anything, but it was just like, oh my, I was like, oh my God, that's a lot of money. But I can feel the urge to want to start buying shit. And I reckon I'm going to go either the skincare route, like, and just mm. glow the fuck up. Like I want my face to look like a fucking glass table. Gorgeous. Or I'm like, I really, I do really, really, He's got a face like a glass table. <laughs> I reckon I'm getting there. I'm nervous to put a drink on it. <laughs> it's looking nice. I've got yeah. my skin and it's quite nice, but I think it's because I also t- put on the um, a touch up my appearance feature on Zoom last night. Yeah, if you go into preferences, you can um, I'm gonna do touch that. on my touch up my thing. There's all sorts of fun new filters on Zoom as well. This is, I mean, and this is particularly going to be quite riveting for the listeners. Oh, wow. So you've got like a, a frame of faces. I don't know actually how to do that and I don't think I've got the Zoom that allows that. I need to update my Zoom. you got right? you to update your Zoom. And there's actually one thing you, yeah, I think it's It's like, a new uh, lockdown, update your Zoom. That's the thing about a New Zealand lockdown versus like an international lockdown. Mm. Um, one, different accents and two, um, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, and two, I feel like a, a lockdown in the US or the UK is like a long burn of like 18 months. They're fucking over it, you know, and they reached a place of like basically like a last resort. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Whereas here, it's like a practice. Like we go in and out, you know, so we're like, it's like a season of like lockdown. There's and a bit of novelty to it. You see the same things pop up on Instagram. Some people doing some posts of them in a uh, button down shirt and then shorts at the bottom. Yeah, so exactly. A lot, a lot of that. And like, we're like, oh, let's like, and so we kind of, but you're like, you have to Four kind o'clock, of, cracking open the, the winos. <laughs> yeah, like learning how to get back into lockdown and like being like, am I kind of, and I found like this lockdown, I'm more prepared in a way. Mm. Like there's more stuff. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm so glad. Because like the first lockdown, we didn't even have a comfy couch. Like 
to sit on. After I had a terrible couch. It was so Did you have your projector back then? We didn't have my projector. Mm, wow. So that's changed the game. We didn't have a, like, we've got a Dyson that, I mean, it sounds, I mean, I've spent a lot of money on very specific <laughs> things that I've watched other people own. Um, and me being like, I want that. I've got a crock pot. Like, so all those, all those things now have been gathered and I feel like we're in a good place for this yeah, one. Nice. Anyway, very, very lucky. I mean, now I've got this recording gear. <laughs> we can be making podcasts every bloody day. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There is a general sense in, in Aotearoa of like, we can, do, we can do this. We know how to do this. Yeah. We got this. Let's get on with it. And I'm yeah. glad like, I mean, there was like one tiny protest um, outside TVNZ, your office. But I yeah. um, didn't see you stopping them actually, Eli. So... Because I was staying home, actually. Well, as I meant if to. you were, if you really worked for the news, you would have been filming them. Well, I work for the comedy <laughs> news, so <laughs> that wasn't very funny. Actually, that was quite funny. Those videos, <laughs> it was. Fuck- and I love that. Oh, who's that? Is that your mum? I don't have my glasses on. Oh, hi. Okay, so uh, terrible. That's a terrible part of the podcast. Someone um, just Michael, someone, my fiance Michael, just showed a phone call of someone. Let's clip this bit out, I reckon, and put this as the as the little <laughs> teaser for the podcast. <laughs> That's it's what I so chaotic, should be. like if you think about like people being on different screens and like different and people being on different phone calls, and it's like having multiple people visit your house on the day. Yeah, it's, it's quite, so busy, quite chaotic. Uh, is your flat like busy? Because you're a creative bunch. Yeah, a little, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, yeah, quite a bit of hustle and bustle. And I almost have found, because I did a lockdown Zoom last night, your flat organized a wonderful quiz the night before. And I, it does feel like, God, my social calendar is just <laughs> <laughs> to keep up with all this. What oh have you been God. watching? I've been watching um, Avatar The Last Airbender, which is my boyfriend's favorite TV show, so oh. I want to watch it. Oh, you might, that's so a great commitment. Um, so you got and I'm watching about. Exactly. Exactly. You could, you could write. You could write. You know, sexual. Um, what do you call it? Like, um, <laughs> what is fan it? Fiction? Fanfic. That's the word. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I I knew what you meant for a while, and I wanted to watch you struggle. That's mean. <laughs> that, is, that is mean, but it's that's cool. Uh, you could do that with set in an avatar universe. Um, it's quite a sexy. Like, there's a lot of. Um, a lot of the characters end up semi-nude, and they've all got ripped cartoon bodies for Interesting. sure. Interesting. Yeah, we um, we what are we watching? I mean, this morning we actually woke up at nine and sort of seven thirty, and then by kind of nine o'clock, I was watching Ratatouille, and I reckon that was pretty a dangerous sign <laughs> of how things are. But um, do you like Ratatouille? Love it. Absolutely love it. It's fantastic. Nice. It's the best. And right. your flatmate, Joseph Moore, huge fan of Ratatouille. The biggest and Ratatouille fan you'd ever meet. huge Ratatouille fan. And I would say, I'm getting there. I think wow. it's maybe one of my favorite films. I'm more of a Wally 
Right. Mm. I have watched now Ratatouille, I think. I've watched it twice, but in the space of, I'm going to say, eight months. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and I've enjoyed it both times. Um, we're watching MasterChef. I mean, for God's sake, uh, when will it be over? I am episode, like, 46, and I feels like they're, they're, they're just getting to the top ten. Mm. Oh, do you know? This no. might not be true by the time we get to the... Um, no, there's... On on an episode of a television show which you're featuring in, you may get to speak to a member of the cast of MasterChef this week. The winner? Okay. Another winner. Not a contestant. Oh, a judge. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love that. <laughs> Dropping information on this Sorry. podcast. <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> podcast. It was just like legitimately listening to a conversation that we would have. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit starstruck by that if I got to meet them because yeah, I get I get I get yes, I think I just get starstruck by anyone who's in anything that I'm absorbing. Like yeah. um which I guess makes sense, but like I wouldn't be as starstruck to see, say, Tony Hawk. Yeah, if I saw Tom Cruise right now, I'd be like, oh, yeah. No, you would be starstruck (laughs) to see Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd love that. Tony Hawk. Here's a good question for you. Who is the most famous person that you'd be the least amount of starstruck to see? Mm. And I think that's a fantastic question. Donald J. Trump. (laughs) I, I, I actually hate that answer <laughs> because it feels like you're virtue signaling there, and I want I want you to say like Lindsay Lohan or you know whatever. I would be genuinely starstruck to see Lindsay. I'd Lohan. love to see Lindsay Lohan. Um, maybe like Ryan Reynolds. I don't think I'd care. Oh, great answer! Mm. Great answer. I'm gonna say The Rock. That's a really good answer as well. Fuck, I think The Rock. He's yeah. beloved, man. Or like Seth Rogen. Is that his name? Seth Rogen. From like Joe Knock- Rogan. From Ro- Knocked Up. Oh, oh, I'd be excited to see Seth Rogen. I think he does a really you great work. You couldn't even remember his name. And, you, <laughs> and now you're excited to see him. He wrote Superbad. You know, that's a funny movie, man. That is a funny movie. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a Queen of the Week? Yeah, I, I, oh, I um, yes. said their name before. Right. <laughs> They're icons. Mila Jam. Perfect. The singer behind It's Raining Them. Um, <laughs> what did you have for dinner last night? Did you have a big Saturday night? Nah, I made... I've just got HelloFresh every time, so I made, I made a little, like, um, pork... Uh, pork schnitzel. This is... I mean, this... <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, when you went uh, and tried to think of the word pork schnitzel, that's when I was like, we should end the podcast. All together, actually. Like, every single episode. Like, wipe it. I've got, you've got to hope that people just want to listen to a conversation because that's all we're providing. <laughs> we should, we've got to add some goss. I feel like we need, like, breaking news or something. We're just like, we just kind of need something... Something exciting to kind of end this on. Like, fuck, yeah. what is there? I mean, there was a breaking news that I'm going to potentially meet a judge of MasterChef, but even then we probably can't even announce that because that would yeah. be a thing on the show. Um, breaking news. What is what good? Do you think of the, what did you think of the Lord album? Okay. Here's my hot take on that album. Mm. And I felt like we... I thoroughly trashed Lord like a podcast ago. Yeah. I enjoy it. Wow. I... And... I went to New Plymouth. 
this is related. Okay. Take me there. I'm walking around Taranaki. I'm alone on tour. I'm a bit tired. I'm a little bit like, not sad, but like sort of emotional. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to look at the maunga. I'm going to like look at that bridge and just like center myself. Put in me old earbuds. What could I listen to? Well, I couldn't find the vibe. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to listen to Lord. And it, it was like she was there for me. Wow. Like it was exactly the vibe I wanted to listen to. And I was like, But okay. this time stamping this, this has got to be, this was before the album came out, right? Yeah, this was just when there was the two singles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stoned at the Nail Salon and Solar Power. And both of them were perfect. They were perfect. They don't slap, but they click, you know? Like they, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you would never say like a Sufjan Stevens album slaps. But they're, they're mm. perfect listens tos. They're perfect to listen to, and I feel like that's what this album is doing. Like you can have it on the background, and you're like, "This is nice." But I wouldn't be able to tell you a single song on their track on the album and what they sound like. Yeah. What's What's your take? Yeah. Um, I think there are a few good songs. I think Stone of the, the Nail Salon is one. I like the one about her dog called Big Star. That's really cute. But some of the lyrics are grating me a little bit. Especially the song Mood Ring, which you said is satire. And I'm like, is it satire? I thought she or didn't like comedy. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, but then she said she wanted to be a far side com- com- um, comic artist. What it has done for me, though, is made me realize what an amazing album melodrama was because that was such a like immediate, yes, incredible listen that I just wanted to keep listening to it over and over again. And this album I've listened to twice over, and now I'm like, and I think. That's me, but I'll, 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 it might grow on me. It might grow on me. What's your take on Troy Sivan? Because I feel like, considering the album music that he's made, he should be more famous. But then he is still quite famous. But I'm just like, why isn't he more famous? And is that because he's gay? Well, I think he's kind of cooled off. A I mean, he he had a few big big singles, right? Yeah, but it's like you never hear him like at Countdown. I think he's taken his like. Have you watched his Architectural Digest? Yeah, I think he's like chilling out. It's uh, and his house is gorgeous, and I love that his sister lives with him. Um, Famously, my sister lives with me, so maybe I am New Zealand's maybe choice. Maybe your choice of arm. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I want to unpack this further because the most recent album that he made, mm-hmm. the EP, yeah. I fucking love it. Like, it's so good. There's it's incredible. really good. Stud, so good. I mm. felt like then he made, like, a visual sort of, like, music video album, like, very, very recently. That was, like, a way of him to kind of push that rec- that EP even further. And yet they're still not, like, playing all the time. I feel like there was a conscious decision for them to, like, coll- him to collaborate with Ariana Grande. And yet that didn't kind of launch him into this. Oh, that was a groovy sound, though. Yeah, and, like... That album and that previous album and also this current EP, like it delivers time and time for me in terms of like a mood. And I, they're bops. Like you can fucking dance to that that music and you can't dance to Lord. Mm-hmm. And yet they're also quite emotional and they kind of deliver on like a sort of like, if you want to be like the sad boy, like lying on a bed somewhere, like it also delivers there. And I'm just surprised that it's like not more of a thing. Well, it's hard to say that that's like that him being gay is stopping his success when you compare it to the success of Lil Nas X, whose music and videos are so gay now. So, and it's so, and it's only getting more popular as it happens. So Yeah. I know I don't I don't know what it is then. Maybe it's just like mm. the specific like niche genre that he's in 
and like the kind of music. He's kind of like I guess he's like Charlie XCX, right? He's exactly Charlie XCX. And so you're like, why isn't she crazy? Like so successful, big? And you're like, well, she kind of is that for her fans, and I guess that's Troy as well. Were you living for um, Cameron Michaels getting angry about having to lip sync to Boom Clap on RuPaul's Drag Race? I did love that. And I also, I'm going to say, I loved the most recent episode of All Stars. It was killer. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great way. It felt incredibly just. Like, I felt like, oh, of course, like, if you did better in the competition, then you get the chance just to enter that lip sync battle. Yeah later on in the game without having to work your way up and just fucking knock out who like silky and then take it and my yeah. gut tells me eureka won that i think so too but i loved that and silky said it she was like i treated each lip sync as if it was my maxi challenge because i was missing those max and i was like what a great way to think about it yeah and then that barbie girl lip sync was honestly so amazing it was so funny and it was kind of like a justice for silky silky um, silky because <laughs> Yeah, she's weirdly hated on, and it is, I think, like a body and race thing. And mm-hmm. the drag race fandom is utter garbage. Toxic. And I mean, <laughs> even in this, there's a lot of people really toxically claiming Jan should have Jan should have gone through. I did think Jan... I did think Jan did a great job. I did, I did think, think Jan did a great that job. That I did think Jan deserved to go through at that point. Um, mm. But also, Jan has no joy behind her. She has been destroyed. That show has killed her thrill and life performing. And I don't know what it will take to bring her back, but she came out like brunette and she looked like Taylor Swift reputation era. And, (laughs) you know, she felt like it too. So angry. So angry. Oh my God. She's furious. She's amazing. She's so talented. She's incredible. Um, but, but watching Silky with a terrible guitar that she's made. <laughs> she made out of pizza boxes. <laughs> kind of jokingly strum it around, but with a sense of kind of joy and fun versus like yeah. execution and like this will be what it takes to kind of win is obviously more watchable, I guess. Mm, very black swan, white swan, isn't it? Ooh, um, that's a good rewatch for lockdown. Yeah, that's a good flick. That's a good flick. That's a good flick. I, I think so we're watching Hereditary tonight. Oh, have you seen it before? No. You were going to shit your I specs. heard it. Theory. <laughs> shit my bike shorts. <laughs> There's one thing that happens, I'm going to say 30 or 40 minutes in, that you will to just maybe almost want to puke. <laughs> wow. What You'll I know watch... what it is when it happens. What did I watch last night that had someone's fingers fall off? That was kind of scary. Fingers. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Such a weird, like, um, Hotel Budapest. <laughs> we watched that yesterday. Some really weird films are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. Baza. Baza. Uh, yeah, anyway. Baza. I think, My plan um, is watching Argo right now. Ooh. And I chose not to join in. I'm going to try and read a book. That's my goal for this afternoon. That's so sick. What book are you reading? Or if you're not you're choosing a book? It's called, it's right beside my um, bed, my nightstand. It's um, such a fun age. Oh, I've been wanting to borrow this off you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, My mum says it's the best book in the last couple of years. It's quite good. I It's taken me like months just to read that much. Um, yeah. And not because it's a hard read. It's an incredibly easy read. But um, like joyful read. Uh, but it is, I'm just a terrible, I'm terrible at reading books. Terrible. Yeah. you got to make yourself do it. Righty. On that note, let's tie this up, baby. 
Also, uh, well, I will say I'm watching Sex in the City. We can get into it next time. But um, How far through are you? I've probably watched six or seven episodes. Great. It's absolutely wild. It's wild, but I cannot wait for you to jump into season two and see how they, I think Fix in my it. mind, destroyed it. Really? Season one is as good as it gets. Oh, fucking hell. And then it gets more and more dicey as you get along. Oh, no. Because watching it. Because <laughs> they only ramp it up, you know? But in season yeah. one, everyone's quite balanced. But then it just gets, like, ludicrous in terms of, like, Samantha's horniness, Carrie's devotion to Big, Miranda's kind of, like, I don't know, <laughs> kind of lesbianess. Yeah, it's her main storyline. If this is so far as that people think she's lesbian. Yeah. And then... um. Um, Charlotte's like sort of obsession with monogamy and wanting to be married. It's so wild. You know what? I could not believe. But she's not too over the top in the first season. But season two, she's just out of control. I could not believe the first line about Mr. Big is Samantha saying, he's like the new Donald Trump, but better looking. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So... You just wait. Oh, my God. There are some, sh- there's some lines that make me gasp. <laughs> they take the breath out of my sails, the wind out of my sails, and the breath out of my lungs. Oh, oh. Eli, here we are. Oh. <laughs> oh, we've been pretty – we've held, held back on these. We have. And so has the audience. Um, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I love you dearly. So good to catch up. <laughs> so good. Um, w- love using our new equipment. Yeah. And stay tuned. There'll be more apps coming your way very soon. Yeah, we don't have much on, so we'll talk again soon. <laughs> Here at Little Empire Podcast. And that has been the male gaze. Yeah. We should definitely like end the podcast better, eh? That's great. <laughs> Keep that in. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.